Ladies and gentlemen, extremely happy to be here again with Gabe Smith, the six goalkeeper. We'll have a smart discussion with Gabe. Hi, Gabe. Gregorio, thanks for having me. It's a great pleasure to, to have you on my side. And it's really somebody from the CXPA, the Customer Experience Professional Associations, here with me. And we are going to discuss a bit what it's doing, the Customer Experience uh, Professional Association and so on. But let's start really with the important thing. Could you please um, introduce yourself, Gabe? Absolutely. I am Gabe Smith, CCXP. I am the content manager for the Customer Experience Professionals Association. And in my role, uh, my job is to create and curate content that is going to help CX professionals around the world move their careers forward, as well as move the discipline of CX forward within their organizations. I would say the best job, helping other people to grow. What for a mission that you have? That's really, I'm really delighted to, to Absolutely. have Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you very much, Gabe. But let's let's really start and, and deep dive in, in our discussion. Um, for me, it's clear what the CXPA is and CCXP means because I am a CCXP and I am also part of this let's say, great community. Let's start with explaining what is the CXPA? Yeah, the CXPA is a, an association comprised of members around the globe. We have uh, over 4,000 members in more than 70 countries globally. Um, the mission of the CXPA is really to support CX professionals to share, learn, inspire, and grow throughout their entire career. And with an ultimate vision of creating exceptional outcomes that are inspired by empowered CX professionals. So that's everything that we do, every bit of content that we create, every LinkedIn live broadcast, every blog post, uh, everything that we do on our website is really in service to that mission and that vision. Uh, thank you, Gabe. I, I think that that's really, really interesting. And uh, if somebody goes to the CXPA webpage, these are the two um, information that are there: the, the mission and and um, and the vision. And I think yeah. that's that's really interesting. How big is this organization? Yeah. So we have um, eight uh, professional staff. And then we have, so those are those of us, uh, some of us are in Minneapolis, Minnesota, in the US. Uh, we have staff in Ohio, South Carolina, and Florida as well. So we're a geographically dispersed, small but mighty staff team uh, led by our CEO, Greg Melia, CAE. Uh, we also have uh, Derek Iverson and Molly Perrin who are membership community managers. Uh, we have Joy Wedge in marketing. Uh, we have Adrian Bryant who runs our uh, CCXP program. Uh, it's some great staff Lily, supporting us as well. So uh, we're a small staff team, uh, but the real lifeblood of the organization is in the volunteers. Um, so the volunteers who run our local CXPA networks. Uh, so we have local networks uh, throughout the globe. Um, so if someone wants to get involved and you know meet professionals who are right there in their geographic area, or who share um, who share a, a special affinity. So you know we have uh, you know B two B groups that communities that people can join on our website. So it's really there's something for everyone. Um, who wants to be involved with CXPA. 
Okay, and um, it's um, it's something that you can share with us, with the audience. How many associate or participants do do you have? Do the CXPAS in in this in this community? Yeah, yeah. So we have over four thousand global um, members. Uh, in addition to that, we have over seventy thousand followers on social media. Uh, and over 40,000 followers on LinkedIn. So LinkedIn is be quickly kind of becoming a, 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 an extension of the CXPA community uh, and a way for people to, to meet us and to hear from us and, and to get involved. And I think it, it makes also completely sense to be on LinkedIn because on LinkedIn, we are creating, we are sharing business relationship and and there you have all the experts about about this topic and and on this topic and therefore it's clear to be there i'm also part of this great community i see yeah. the, the quality of of this the content that it's shared and i think that's that's uh, re really really key perhaps please go ahead yeah yeah no it, it it's such a great way to um, to reach people who have an affinity for cx you know and it's not always just a cx professional it's it's the people who you know are in customer service or customer success or some operational role who maybe are interested in cx as a career path or who want to learn more um, and so the linkedin is a great channel to reach those folks as well sure and um, and i think if if we have really a look at on what happened on the market all the changes also with COVID, it's really important to think about customer experience um, perhaps before we go to the the, the exam that everybody's thinking about <laughs> as nightmare about it and so on <laughs> uh, could you please share with us what's your daily job how are you able to create such great content and we had also one discussion some months ago about uh, one one interview for the cxpa blog and perhaps could you please share how you select people what's what's your daily job yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, I, I get to play in a lot of different sandboxes. And what I mean by that is, you know, sometimes the content medium is the blog. So I'm doing some writing, um, writing member profiles. I'm interviewing uh, fascinating CX professionals like yourself, Gregorio, to better understand, you know, what brought you into the CX space, what propels you forward, what are you trying to learn? So uh, I do a lot of profiling of CXPA members, um, written profiles. Uh, sometimes uh, I'm doing video editing. So I'm uh, collecting videos for our Insight Exchange video series. These are short form videos that uh, uh, our members submit uh, on key CX topics. And I'm, so I'm doing some editing to kind of edit those down. Um, and a lot of planning, a lot of looking at the calendar and figuring out, uh, you know, what, uh, what are some uh, LinkedIn live broadcasts that we can do topically that are going to inspire folks in their roles. Um, you know, uh, 2021 is CXPA's 10th anniversary year. So there's a lot of planning. We have some exciting plans for, uh, you know, a webinar series uh, that is going to be uh, kind of a celebration and a look back at the, the last decade of CXPA and also a look ahead uh, into the next decade. So um, yeah, it's re really a combination of a strategy and execution. And uh, I love that because, uh, um, you know, I, I, love, uh, I love working on strategy, but I also like getting to do the work too. 
then we share the same because I like to work on strategy, but it's also nice to make, let's say, the ends dirty to create content and to share that or to, yeah. create, uh, to create something. Uh, perhaps you mentioned already, but I want to quickly elaborate on, a bit on that. And um, you are really spreading passion about customer experience and what you're doing. Uh, what do you like most from your job? I think what I like most about my job is that it breaks down geographic barriers um, and, and really helps me to understand that, you know, we, we share as CX professionals, regardless of where we are in the globe, regardless of the resources that our organization has, regardless of the level of CX maturity in the organization or in the, in the region, we all share the same goals. And I think in a time when, you know, so so much of you know, our country here in the United States, as well as globally, there's so many divisions. My job is a reminder that we have so much in common, and when we are connected, we can do so much more together. So I think that's what I love so much about my job. That's what gets me excited um, to get up every day and come and do this work. That's really, really nice. And I think what you said, it would be also a great tweet that would get quite a lot of <laughs> likes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You know, we, we, we've got to come together and uh, I, I, I love getting a chance to do that. Yeah, that that's great. And uh, perhaps we spoke about what you really like about your job, what it's a bit more difficult in your job. Let's let's phrase it like that. Yeah, you know, it, it, it's interesting. One of the one of the things that I do um, each week. So each week we put out a weekly newsletter um, called the CXPA Engine, uh, content to to fuel your CX success. And uh, the the newsletter is a kind of a combination of content that CXPA has created, uh, as well as content that we've curated from a variety of sources. And um, that curation process really involves me um, sitting down and reading probably dozens of articles, 60 to 70 articles each week on CX. Um, and so, uh, you know, one of the things that I think can be a little bit frustrating is that, you know, CXPA has defined um, customer experience and we've defined the role of a customer experience professional. You can actually go to www.whatiscx.com to see CXPA's definition of what customer experience is. Um, but what I see when I when I read through a lot of these articles is there's still an effort by some to define customer experience in ways that are unique uh, to um, you know the the the, the newest um, software platform or technology, and so I'm always seeing brand new acronyms for customer experience concepts that. Uh, you know, I'm not sure serve um, CX professionals in, in the best way. And so just sort of um, cutting through all the noise that can be out there and really drilling down into the idea that, you know, a CX professional is a catalyst who enhances an organization's results by understanding, designing, and improving experiences across the entire customer relationship. And letting the focus of CX be on making sure that your organization hires outstanding CX professionals um, and putting less emphasis on you know, how exactly, what sort of definition we're going with or what sort of the 
you know, kind of the flavor of the week, as we would say, I think that will serve the CX community well. So that's a small point of um, just something that I've noticed uh, that I think continues to be a challenge for this, uh, this discipline. And, um, and I, I think this is a really key to have such an association, such a great opportunity to, to have the, somebody looking at, at the content and also judging that. But yeah. uh, before we, we, we continue, you said you're reading 70 to 80 articles a week about customer experience. It means you are uh, the customer experience of Wikipedia. <laughs> Yeah, something like that. I like that, though. Maybe I can put that into my title somehow. CX, uh, CX, walking CX Wikipedia. I like it. <laughs> Sorry, uh, joke, joke by side. I think you, you are really doing a, a great job. And uh, we see also how many followers you have also on your personal LinkedIn um, profile. And therefore, it's, it's, it's quite clear the value added that you are creating. Sorry for the joke and going. Yeah, back. You're good. You're good. <laughs> and going back to, to, to what you mentioned, and um, you said something like to hire outstanding uh, customer experience professionals. And this is my link to the, to the exam, the CCXP exam, Certified Customer Experience Professional. You will elaborate a bit on, on that. And I think on the market, there are really quite a lot of opportunities. And these are really growing and growing on a daily basis to get a certification on customer experience. You can be the customer experience uh, super guru. You can be the <laughs> customer experience god. You can be the customer experience poop. I don't know. It's a joke. I know. Uh, but basically, what I really see on the market in the international, if you're saying that you're a CCXP, people understand what you did, understand what you achieved, and they understand that you are really a professional. If you say, I, am, I did this and that, order um, accreditation uh, certificates, and, sure. And, and, and so on. And perhaps they don't understand, but they, they, under, they really understand on an international folks understand what CCXP is. I think in Europe, a bit less, but it's, it's coming. And in Switzerland, we are not so many certified customer experience professionals, I would say. 10, 12, that's mm -hmm. my feeling. Mm -hmm. And um, perhaps let, let's start with really, really discussing about, about that. Uh, what is this exam about? Sure. Uh, yeah, as you said, uh, Gregorio, CCXP stands for Certified Customer Experience Professional. Um, this is a professional certification that um, to be eligible to take the CCXP exam, one has to have at least a bachelor's degree um, and at least three years of focused CX experience. Um, if an individual does not have a bachelor's degree, they could have a, uh, an associate's degree or high school um, diploma along with five years of focused CX experience. So um, the exam assesses not just an individual's knowledge or an individual's ability to you know, sit for a brief training course and then, and then take it. That's not what this is. Um, this is for those professionals who've already been doing the work uh, and who have the knowledge, skills, and abilities to really lead or significantly contribute to the growth of an organization's CX program. Um, so again, unlike a certificate or a weekend course, uh, this is really um, um, an independent um, you know, exam that is based on the consensus-driven CXPA competency framework. So it's based on 
you know, the, you know, the six competencies, CX strategy, um, customer centric culture, voice of the customer and customer understanding, uh, metrics, uh, measurement and ROI, uh, experience design uh, and improvement and organizational adoption and accountability. So uh, those who take the exam, uh, take a 100 question multiple choice test that assesses their understanding and their ability uh, and their experience really in each of those six competency areas. So once an individual has the CCXP certification, um, you know, again, unlike other uh, programs, the journey then is just beginning. So um, the, once an individual has uh, the credential, it's good for two years. And during that two-year period, um, individuals must uh, continue their education and, and gain at least 20 hours of continuing education um, that they can submit in order to be recertified at the conclusion of that two-year period. So, you know, this is not a uh, something that they have for life. There's ongoing requirements and education uh, that is tied to that. And that really demonstrates to organizations that, you know, hey, if you hire a CCXP, you're getting someone who is committed to this discipline and committed to deepening their understanding of it to help your organization. Thank you, Gabe. And I can confirm it's not a weekend course that right. you can do during the weekend. <laughs> right. But what I really like and I, I also understand is that you need really to have these competencies, the six competencies that you mentioned, and you need to cover all of them and not only one being ex an expert in, in journey mapping. And then you say, I will take the exam because I will do 100% in these competencies and all the others, I will some something something I will yeah. do that, but it's it's really important to to understand everything, and it shows also the magnitude of uh, what is really customer experience. It's not about only voice of the customer design uh, design thinking or something like that, and uh, and this is key. And I am also preparing now for the recertification, as mm. you mentioned, this number of hours. I am putting everything together to fill that in 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 uh, on the on the website, and I think this is the key success factor and why it's also important it's not only about taking a, a big exam and learning everything by ours and then you forget everything but it's, yeah. it's really something that you need to be a practitioner well you're absolutely right and i mean if you think about something that you know is awarded to you for life uh, on in customer experience that that would be outdated fairly quickly Right, because this discipline is changing so the pace of change is so rapid. So, in order to to demonstrate that you know you're keeping up with the latest trends in the CX space, uh, it's really vital to to have that um, continuing education component in place. And uh, and exactly, this is this is one of the big advantages of being part of this community. And the second one, it's what I'm really seeing, but. I would say feeling every day being part of such a great community it it's gives you the opportunity to meet other people to discuss yeah. with other people to get quite a lot of learnings and the other people also now speaking with you Gabe you are not expecting expecting something back from me now or tomorrow you right. are doing because you want to share the learnings and for example also you can put some question on on the CXPA groups discussion and then you get massively feedback on new ideas what you can do yeah. how you can solve your issue it's it's really outstanding to be part of such a community also having 
the, 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 for me, the example is also having this uh, webcast, this podcast with, with great people like you. I had the chance to speak with Nate Brown, with, uh, with quite a lot of older people, and they are willing to share. <laughs> this is, for me, yeah. really different. It, it's one of the most supportive communities that I've ever been a part of. And I say that, you know, even as someone who is a member of CXPA prior to joining uh, as staff, uh, you know, anytime there was, you know, we're, look, we're facing this challenge in my organization with VOC and we have this problem with response rate or, you know, I'm having trouble getting uh, this uh, um, senior leader to buy in to CX or we're not, you know, we're not um, gelling with this particular group over here. How has anyone else dealt with that? And just getting those responses, like you said, um, there's there's no... Um, you know, withholding of information, people are more than willing to help. And I think that's such a great part of, of, uh, of the work that we do here. Yes, I fully agree. And I think this is also the best way to conclude the first part of this, of this discussion. Now it's time to learn a bit more about, uh, about you, Gabe. And perhaps I ask all, always similar questions. The first question is, um, we are on during COVID, it's pandemic, it's quite a difficult time. How are you balancing your life work uh, balance? Yeah, it's really hard, right? I mean, you know, you 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 have uh, you have a family as well, and so you know, um, my family right now is is upstairs. I'm in my I'm in my basement. My uh, this is why you got the virtual background going here. Uh, but my my wife and my five year old daughter and my four month old daughter are are upstairs, and so getting used to frequent interruptions, that's, that's the norm now. And, you know, we all have to give each other some grace for those kinds of things. Um, in some ways, I feel like, you know, COVID has really allowed us to see one another and see the common humanity that we share and the common challenges um, that we're going through related to this, uh, this reality. So, um, you know, I make it a point to go upstairs frequently, hold my baby, uh, give her a lot of love. And, uh, you know, that, that kind of keeps me grounded because I love my job, but I love my family more. So, um, you know, that, that's how I always think about that equation of, of balance. And I can only say that I fully agree with, with what you're saying. And that's exactly also my view on that. I really love my job. I really like to work hard. But at some point in time, it's time also to go out from this room to be with my family. And yep. what I really enjoy is also, for example, to having lunch together with my family. Yes, absolutely. It's a blessing, right? Correct. Yes, that's that's. It's really, it's it's value added in 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 my life, and and I like it really very much. Yeah. Uh, the the next question and. Um, you are quite exposed, therefore I will phrase my my question in a properly way. Um, I always ask about what's the book that you're reading or that you want to suggest to the audience. And in this case, I'm not speaking about you should advertise the book of one person or from the other person. Sure. But uh, about the, the book that you say, this is something that I would like to suggest to one of my best friends. Sure, yeah, no, this is a great question. Um, the CXPA team right now is actually reading a book together um, and it's called Leading Without Authority. And it's by, I believe the author's name is Keith Ferrazzi. Um, and it is really about how to create what the author calls co-elevating 
relationships to drive um, your business performance. Um, and essentially the, the kind of the thesis of the book is that the old work rules of top-down authority no longer work. And that to drive change and to drive success and to really be agile, you have to um, co-elevate with your coworkers. And that, that involves um, conscious efforts to, um, to praise and elevate, but also to have a high degree of trust within your team. And so the book is all about strategies for how to, how to achieve that. And so I've been thinking a lot about it because there's, there's, you know, this is all about what CX professionals try to try to do, right? We try to work across functions in an organization to make sure that everyone achieves um, success for the customer. And so um, just been thinking about how applicable it is to the CX world. So any CX professionals listening would definitely encourage you to pick up this book. Uh, motivating people, engaging with people, empowering people yeah. is one of the key success factors of, of uh, customer experience strategy and customer experience transformation. Absolutely. And uh, perhaps my last question, and this is the gold nugget, um, Gabe, we, we had really a great discussion. Do you want to share your last gold nugget with us? It's something that you already mentioned or something new that you want to leave to the audience? Yeah, yeah, no, um, absolutely. I, you know, I would say, so before I joined CXPA, a little bit about my, my background um, and, you know, why I have the, the CCXP. Um, before joining CXPA, I was a CX um, consultant, an internal consultant for the American Cancer Society. So the American Cancer Society is, uh, here in the United States, the largest non-governmental funder of cancer research. Um, and so, you know, we, uh, they, I should say now, um, had, you know, fundraising events that uh, primarily the, the funding came from individuals, um, small donors, very small percentage of the organization's funding came from government. And so uh, we had fundraising events, and then those fundraising events funded cancer research as well as patient programs. Uh, that improve the quality of life for cancer patients and their families. So my role was traditionally a CX role in that, you know, we had a voice of the customer program. Um, we had, a, you know, derived insights from that voice of the customer program that then were translated into projects and programs that were aimed at, you know, improving the experience at fundraising events uh, or in patient programs so that, you know, uh, you know, people were more likely to spread positive word of mouth, uh, return to the event next year, uh, donate more, et cetera. All those, those goals that would be the same as in a for-profit organization. So I always like to say, uh, the reason I share all this is I always like to say when I was talking to um, staff in that organization or talking about CX, I said, look, CX is a financial imperative, uh, but for us, it's also a moral imperative because you know, these are, these are um, customers who are going through some of the biggest challenges in their lives. So we're absolutely doing this and we have this team because we want to make more money, but we're also doing it because it's the right thing to do. And so, you know, I think regardless of the work that, that you're doing, uh, regardless of, you know, if you're at a nonprofit like me, like I was, or you're, you're at a bank, uh, you do it because it's the right thing to do financially, but it's also the right thing to do morally. 
Great. As usual, I am not commenting your gold nugget because it's your gold nugget. The only thing that I want to say is thank you very much for your time, Gabe. It was great to have you on. Thank you, Gregorio, and thank you for all you are doing to advance uh, the discipline of CX. You're uh, uh, awesome at this work and uh, so glad to have you among the CXPA membership. Thank you very much, Gabe, and also thank you to the audience. It was great to have you here with us. And I hope that you enjoyed this discussion as I enjoyed it. Thank you very much and have a nice day. Bye-bye. Take care.